0: Hello, welcome to the Creative Writing Life Podcast. Yeah, I almost stepped under intro. Because <laughs> because usually
1: it's the Creative Life Podcast, I'm Justin Sloan, and I come in with I'm Paul Zyman, but I didn't even give you a chance to do that.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, I wasn't even thinking about it. I'm too tired. Yeah, I'm Justin Sloan. Uh, let's and, I'm say still also. Pa-
1: and I'm still Paul Zyman. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm still
0: Paul Yes. Good interest today, guys. Uh, listeners, uh, I'm going to say we're that. We're professionals front this. At this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'll save it for next. I was going to say up front this time, like, hey, please go leave reviews and all that stuff. But I'm like, uh, maybe wait till the next episode when we get our intro right.
1: <laughs> well, this just shows our human
0: side. You know, we're, we're not
1: infallible. You know, we're yes. fallible. Exactly. We make mistakes
0: just like everybody else. Yes, yeah, just like the organizers of the ATX Television Festival. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I understand there's a
1: story behind that, but we'll get Come to right that on. in just a second. Uh, so even though you were out last week at ATX, uh, did you have a chance to watch or read anything? Because it was in Austin, so I'm guessing maybe you read something on the plane.
0: You know, I probably did. Um, <laughs> Good question. Yeah, you go first.
1: Uh, okay, I will go first. Um There are two things uh, we watched. uh, So my wife got me into this show. It's off of, uh, it's not the BBC, but I think it's Channel 4 in the UK. It's called Taskmaster. Hmm. And it's kind of like a game show, but it's the same five contestants. They're all comedians. And they do it for 10 weeks in a row. And they all have to do these really unusual tasks that they all get like this little instruction card, like how to do this. And there's so many different ways that it can be interpreted. And it's a lot of fun to watch. And it's not for families because they use a lot of bad language only because they're frustrated or that sort of thing and, and nothing's you know intentionally mean and because it's british so everybody's you know good sports about it all and it's just a lot of fun and from what i understand they tried to do an american version of it a couple of years ago and it just failed miserably and i'm, I'm very intrigued hmm. to know more about that but the uh they only do 10 weeks so this the season 15 one just wrapped up uh, and so we watched the finale and like who was awarded the grand winner. And that was fun. So I think it'll probably be a couple of weeks until season 16 starts up. So there was that. And I don't know what prompted me to get to it, but maybe because I watched uh, Return of the Jedi a couple of weeks ago. So I thought, you know what? I haven't seen Empire in quite some time. Hmm. So I watched that and you know I've seen it so many times before. It never really struck me how efficient and to the point the writing is. In that like the scenes just really move and there's no fat to them at all they just you know they, they nice. get to the point of that scene and just move on to the next one and and you know i always know the joke is you know look george lucas thing was you know faster more intense when they were filming yeah. star wars and it's kind of like almost evident uh on the screen in both terms of action but also in dialogue and how the story progresses it was just it was a really great lesson like a reminder of how you know this this is what your script should be like that you know the the, the scenes sh- should be moving and always constantly moving and gaining momentum as the story progresses and building the conflict and the tension it was just it was a lot of i mean it was a lot of fun to watch but it was also a great you know screenwriting uh, homework assignment almost
0: for sure and that's what bothers me when i go to acting classes and they say slow it down and i'm like what do you mean slow it down we need to be intense faster more intense what's wrong mm-hmm. with these people these days <laughs> depends on the story i guess i know they want it to be slower and they want me to mumble or something i don't sure. know uh <laughs> so on that note i rewatched for the whatever it's time uh the jj abrams star trek uh from 2009 ah. i think yeah and uh yeah great same same just good fun perfection throughout in my opinion i love it and i was watching it for that reason that somebody had referenced it for me for like what we're trying to write here is this that's the JJ Abrams Star Trek and I was like, Oh, okay, I better watch that again just for reference and uh yeah, good stuff. But and new stuff I wrote I watched uh Fubar, which is the oh, Arnold yeah. Schwarzenegger TV show. I think it's on Netflix. Oh, it's and, a TV show.
1: I well for some reason I thought it was a movie.
0: Nope. TV show wow yeah arnold doing tv now uh for netflix and it's cool because i had written a screenplay that was uh very similar to that in many ways uh not Mm. not enough to like be worried or anything but uh so when i was watching it i was like oh sweet this is like how i could have approached it if i had gone slightly different direction cool Uh, but very cool idea about them you know father and daughter reconnecting through spy slash assassination type stuff so Mm. that's in line with my style and uh and in other News related to that, I um read the essay by Javier Grillo Markswatch, is that I say his name, uh, that relates to this new book that just came out called Burn It Down, which is all about Lost and how oh, yeah. effed up that writer's room was. So. Mm-hmm.
1: I, I heard about that.
0: <laughs> I think that was cool because as I was reading it, I was like, oh, uh, so it's not only some video game companies that are like this. <laughs> I guess that's as much as I should probably say about that without digging a hole for myself. Or... <laughs>
1: well, it, it's, it's interesting you say that because uh, I did, uh, so I think last week was the last uh, episode of Barry on, mm. well, Max, I have to get used to saying that. <clears throat> and I'm not going to go into about the show, but uh, there was a thing I saw earlier today on social media, like someone had posted that, I guess they were like a PA on the set And they were talking about how nice and considerate Bill Hader was, especially because he was the writer and the director, I think, for almost the entire last season. And that I guess because when he was starting out, he was a PA on sets as well. So he got to see both good and bad directors and he saw the bad directors. And I guess his thing was like, I'm not going to be like that if I ever get the chance to do this and that he got to know like everybody's name not just you know the the dp and you know the 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 higher ups of uh, production but he was no he he knew like all the pa's names and all the electricians names and, like all the union guys yeah and that when he would do interviews and talk about a certain shot or whatever type of uh, the directing thing that he was doing he would reference he would he wouldn't just say oh yeah that was you know that was all my genius he would he would Give credit where credit was due. Just like whoever was involved, you know, the camera person, the cameras, the camera person's assistant, and and you know, like the the PA is helping out because he just you know he was there and so he knows what it's like you know to have a good boss and he, that's what he wants to be. And everyone's like you know, they 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 said it was like one of the best sets they've ever been on because that's awesome. You know because it was a, such a positive
0: experience and I think hopefully more directors uh, take that to heart yeah we need more for sure more in every avenue i'm sure it's not just directors or game people It's like everybody's had some bad bosses oh yeah but, uh, for sure it, it goes to areas where the uh the ego and the money can definitely help people get carried away right uh, so so that ties into the one panel that i thought was awesome at uh, the atx television festival that i was able to go to which was one of uh, the panels about by hobby which is called beyond the page it was him mm-hmm. and another writer a showrunner, uh, and they're talking about you know what goes into showrunning and what goes into writers' rooms and all this kind of stuff. So that was quite enjoyable. And there was another one the next day that I wasn't able to go to because I guess you have to have the next higher level badge uh, mm-hmm. that I wasn't totally aware of. And that was with the writer of Burn It Down. And then they were like oh, wow. all about loss. So I would have probably enjoyed being in that room, but at the same time, I imagine her book probably covers most of it. And a lot of the tweets that you see on Twitter right now are also probably covering a lot of that. So, if people are curious what I'm talking about, basically, yeah, the showrunners of Lost were not super great and lots of racist and sexist comments supposedly made. Oh, and boy. yeah, worth reading about it to see uh, and prepare yourself in case you ever run a situation like that. How to be ready. Do I walk out of this situation? What do I do? <laughs> I'm, I'm very so the, this panel, it's,
1: it's interesting. Like, if it's a conference, I would imagine like all the the panels. Are open to everybody. It's interesting, like they have tiers of panels that you can attend. I mean, I can understand like side events type of things, you know, like networking and 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 cocktail parties. but it's just it's just weird to hear that. You know, this panel was for you know, like x level and above,
0: yeah. So I think I bought the badge for like three fifty or something like that. And uh, I would say that the whole time I was there, there was uh, one like I said, one panel that I thought was interesting. The pitch fest was cool. I went to that. It's cool to hear the people's pitches. but Surprisingly, the the judges like didn't give feedback. And so the Austin Film oh. Festival, what's great about that is you're sitting there listening to these pitches, and then you have three judges who are all people in the you know, very people much people we respect, right who are giving their notes on the pitch. And so we as people watching, we're learning from those notes. We're like, ah oh, yes. But in this case they didn't do any of that. They just went to the other room, made their decision, came back, presented the winner, and we're like, What? That's it? That's lame.
1: Yeah, yeah boy. And, but that, that ties that's in a, a, uh,
0: that's it's a, such yeah. a ripoff. Yeah. <laughs> And it ties in 100% to what the, the issue with this con, this television conf festival is, is that it is, uh, even though they advertise it as like 50%, I don't know if they advertise, but the word on the street is it's 50% um, fans, 50% industry folks. But no, it was like maybe 5% industry folks from what I could gather and the rest 95% fan and, and geared towards fans. And then they did this really dumb thing, which was uh, they they had a green room, you know which I know some conferences do. And if sure. it's a fan-based thing, I guess that makes sense. But if you're go like Austin Film Festival, you go because you get to hang out at the Driscoll Bar with all the cool people. In this case, all the cool people are off in that green room hanging out with each other. So all the fans or the random people like myself, were <laughs> just hanging out, uh, you know, with, with each other. So you don't get to like have any of that cross mingling, really. Um, I know Javi came out and hung out in the bar at least once or twice. And so I'm sure there was some of that. But overall, it was like 99% of the time you're like, well, it's all just a bunch of TV fans hanging around here.
1: Wow. Yeah. It seems like to be even defeating the purpose of having the conference.
0: Right, like you have yeah. the
1: panels, but also if you're there to, you know, mingle and socialize with all the people who are in TV. Yeah, I mean, you know, if, why? What is there any indication why they would do that?
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, I've i heard it through the grapevine that they are trying to push to make it more of a fan centered uh, festival. So. Yeah, so so
1: so more fans or more like people who want to be TV writers?
0: Not not the aspiring TV writers. More really, just straight up fans. Yeah, so it's a sad, unfortunate. But we have the Austin Film Festival, so that's okay. Well, maybe (laughs) I guess, guess, but it just seems like (laughs) if it's the
1: Austin Television Festival, yeah, then it would make it would seem like you know I can understand having the fan aspect, but you know why why not? You know, differentiate yourself from the Austin Film Festival because you're going to have all these screenwriters. And I mean, I'm sure they get you know TV pilots uh, g- galore. But it just seems like you know we want to do this thing that's separate, but kind of like the Austin Film Festival, but for TV.
0: Yeah, or just and, make it clear like this is not a festival for you screenwriters. You guys go to the Austin one in October. Stay home. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be good to know up front. However, I will say as a fan. There was some fun stuff there. So if you're a fan listening to this and you're just like, I like TV, I just want to be a fan. That's cool. There was some cool stuff. I went to ta- listen to the one on that show Minx that's mm-hmm. on uh now uh stars bought it. Okay. It was HBO before HBO Max. Uh and that the Jake, whatever his last name is, who was from the main guy from New Girl. So he went on stage and was like being asked questions. He's hilarious. He's just hilarious. So, like the whole audience was just cracking up the whole time. And then they had a cheers. Uh, reunion 30 years since the final episode aired wow yeah so everybody's getting older of course but they had the creator director uh, two of the writers and then they had uh ted danson and cliff and norm on stage wow yeah so that was pretty awesome like in terms of like being like going back to the roots of when i used to watch that with my dad and then my wife and i streamed the whole show recently or Mm -hmm. semi-recently as well and so then being able to see that I like and they weren't that far from us you know like 30 feet or something it's pretty freaking awesome and they did a table reading of the pilot episode with a bunch not those cast but uh, a bunch of the actors who were there for their other things mm-hmm. got on stage and read the parts for the the cheers pilot and that was pretty cool including uh, i wish i knew his name i should have pulled it up beforehand um do you know the african-american guy who was in lost and he was also in romeo and juliet the only one i can think
1: of from La- Is it Harold Perrineau? Yeah, 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 him. So okay. he was there.
0: He was one of the one of the people who was reading. I think he read his norm, maybe. Oh. He read wow. as one of the people. Yeah, so it was awesome. It was a that was cool. I've been a big fan of his since the Romeo and Juliet days. Uh, say what you will about that movie, I enjoyed it. <laughs> okay. okay. So were yeah. were there any other panels that you did enjoy? No.
1: Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> no. uh, so okay. So the so sounds like there were a few that were not um, yeah. met with approval from
0: you. What what were they about and why were they it not was just, why I mean, it was not good? So random. It was like a lot of actor things, a lot of like they had random panels about like AI and stuff. Mm. And I'm like, eh, eh, I don't know. <laughs> um, health and like stuff like that, not uh, gun safety, stuff like that. like a bunch of just weird. Panels oh, okay. That St. St. Like, okay. Yeah, but I I there was like multiple times on my schedule where I'd be sitting there like looking, and there's only like one or two panels going on at a time, anyway. So for a lot of it, day one, there was only one panel going on at a time. So if you're not interested, you're out of luck. Okay. Uh, on day two, there was one or two, but often the second one would be the higher badge level. That was like mm. a thousand bucks or something like that. Sure. And so if you don't want to go to the first and you can't go to the second, you're also stuck. So there was a good four hour window where me and my buddies were like, we have nothing to do right now. And oh, that was man. kind of annoying. Yeah. So. so, okay, so I'm going <laughs> to
1: go out on a limb and say that the chances of you going next year are yeah. very small.
0: Right. Yeah. There was uh what I did though, which was smart and fun was that I have some buddies who live in Austin. So I made sure to mm-hmm. make time to go meet up with them. And oh, that's uh, right. yeah, my buddy Alex and I hung out. We went over to this great place. I had some of the best tacos I've ever had in my life. Okay. I uh, had a good beer. It was fun. We got a chat. I went, I met up with my buddy, Kevin Tillison, who used oh to wow, podcast okay. with me. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and so that was fun. We got to have dinner and he was awesome and always fun to talk with. So, so, you know, I made, I made a good trip out of it. And I, uh, at the end of the second day, I was just pure fan mode and I was like, I'm just going to be a fan right now. And so that was enjoyable, <laughs> but yeah, I would, no, no way. Uh, so I am an Austin film festival, uh, devotee for life. Okay. I'll try to go every year for that. But, uh, ATX television festival, <laughs> road in the garbage.
1: Okay. I was, I was <laughs> going to say, have you, had you been there before?
0: No, not for that one, yeah.
1: Oh, okay. So this but is I, fir- first and last experience with it. Yep.
0: I heard from other people that previous years it was much more industry-focused. And of course, the strike might've caused mm-hmm. people to decide not to go. And Damien Lindelof was supposed to go, but then because he was the owner who's getting reamed right now in this book, Burn wow. It Down, about Lost, sure. uh, probably the reason he didn't decide to go, or decided not to go, I imagine. Uh, so yeah, there's probably multiple factors that caused it to be a little less exciting, but then also that sub- the the through the grapevine what may, may or may not be true that they're trying to push it towards fans instead of aspiring yeah. writers.
1: Yeah, I, I was going to say, did the, the strike uh, come up at all, like during any of the panels or like, were people talking <laughs> about it just overall or was, or is it just more like, you know, we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about, you know, how much we love these shows.
0: I don't know. Cause I didn't get to talk to any writers. <laughs> <laughs> so there was one okay. panel the day after I left, that was about the strike. So I imagine there was something going on then, but, uh, i wasn't there for that so i don't know but then i'm wondering too was it on the my badge or was it the next the thousand dollar badge you know okay (laughs) so yeah point being uh it's cool to try these things and you know yeah
1: well i can't i can't (laughs) ask are you glad you went but i guess in some ways you are because now you know you don't you don't want to go again
0: what i've yeah and what i've preferred to have done like i flew out on a wednesday morning or something like that and then like flew back so i stayed for like three nights i would have preferred to go Like in hindsight, if I was going to do this, just like meet up with friends and try it out, like fly out on a Thursday morning from LAX or something like that. And then fly back on a Saturday night or early Sunday morning. Mm -hmm. And that probably would have been a better experience versus Austin. What's different about that? The AFF is if you go on like a Wednesday or Thursday and maybe I'll ruin it by saying this is uh, it's not as crowded. So when mm. you get there, but the industry people are still there around that time. So if you get there, you get to hang out with the industry people more. You get to have more fun and more like one-on-one. You don't have to yell as much to be heard because it's not <laughs> so crazy, but Saturday rolls around and it's just insanely packed. and so loud right, and crazy. Right. So my experience has always been Saturday nights, never quite as fun. Plus they're already hung over from Thursday and Friday night. So <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. Well, the
1: buyer beware when it comes to the ATX Festival.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now we know. And uh, yeah, I've been going to some other panels and conferences and uh, getting getting pretty tired. So I'm going to take a break, I think, right now. Sure. (laughs) And hang out until October for the Austin Film Festival. What about you? You got anything going on or anything you're excited Uh, about?
1: Pretty much right now, yeah. I am uh, I can't say I'm gearing up for Austin, but I am looking forward to going. I've been talking to a couple of people and they're like, oh, you're going to... Actually, I was talking to a friend yesterday. He, he's he gone before. He wasn't sure about going this year. But uh, he said, if I do go, we, we definitely have to meet up and, and get a drink. I'm like, no, I'm all for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't have any other conferences coming up and uh, I don't really... I think a lot in a lot of contest deadlines are looming. And I think I'm, uh, when I get the initial thing saying, Hey, you don't, you know, you've uh, six days left till the final deadline. I'm like, Oh, do I, and then I realize Oh, I don't want to, you know, it's like $75. Oh no, I, I'm not. Gonna yeah. do it. And that's without notes. And so I just say, ah, you know what? I can put that $75 to better use elsewhere. So right, mm-hmm. yeah, so right now I'm just, uh, you know, I'm just writing and uh, enjoying it and just kind of like, you know, cranking out two to three pages a day, not looking back, just like, okay, I wrote that, move on to the next set. And then when I'm done with this draft, which hopefully be in about, you know, by the end of the month, early July, I can go back and just, you know, edit the hell out of it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Contests uh, are fun to do at some points in your life. I definitely feel like every success I've had has been through meeting people and networking and uh, not probably through contests, but some people Mm -hmm. have. So I know some people have met the person who got them in the door because they placed well at the austin film festival contest and they met somebody at the like a judge or whatever the contest and Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff i met a a producer a year ago or so after i'd entered nickel and they'd read my script and they liked it and then we met up for coffee and you know it didn't get made and now a movie just like it came out on netflix (laughs) a different one of course that movie mother uh with j-lo that's so like about a mom. Oh wow! Who, okay, yeah.
1: yeah, about like this the, the government op who like uh, you know pulled out of retirement or something, and she, you know she she's like living off the grid, and they come for her daughter or something like that.
0: Yes, exactly. Mine was a homeless veteran at one point. Who, uh, she has reasons for being homeless, and they go after mm-hmm. her kid, and so she has to go back in the zone and like pull herself together and try to be there for, try to bond with her kid while all this craziness is going on. Well, yeah, you, you know Speaking of the nickel, so
1: some sometimes so the academy that'll they'll put out snippets of uh, reader comments, like as hmm. it's leading up to things, and uh, someone put this on Twitter. So they posted like a couple of screenshots, and two of the scripts that were being talked about, I only entered the one script. Well, I think you can only enter one script that it's nice to think, OK, they might be talking about mine because there are a few right. keywords <laughs> here that apply to my script. But it's also like there's no chance they're talking about mine. I'm, you know, I'm just <laughs> I'm just daydreaming. And uh, I yes. think you can, I think you can order the notes now or you can order the reader comments now. Uh, so I might do that like at the end of June and you know, and see what they thought. I'm admit. actually really lucky that this this script that I entered in the nickel, I also entered it in Story Pros, and so far, uh, they're supposed to announce the finalists tonight, but it did make it to semis uh, as of yeah. last week in the in the Us. animation category, so I'm really psyched about oh, that. Yeah. So, yeah, so even if it doesn't make it to finals, you may, yeah, that'll be a little disappointing, but I didn't... I had... I didn't know what to expect with this script. So I yeah. sent it just kind of like hoping for the best. Okay. Moving on to the next thing. Just the
0: fact that it got to semis was like, yay. So yeah.
1: Yeah, that's it's better than I would have that's expected. That's awesome. Hell yeah. yeah. So, so what we'll about, see how it goes.
0: so wait a second. Nickel now requires you to pay for notes. They don't give them. Oh yeah. Now,
1: Aust- Austin's notes are free okay. and you'll get those, I think after the contest, like October, November. Yeah. Uh, and the nickel notes. Yeah. You have, they've always had, they've always charged like 40 bucks for them.
0: Hmm. Interesting. I wonder if always includes back in like 2013 or 12 when I was doing Very that. Very possible.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, as far as yeah. I
0: can remember, as as long as I've been entering the nickel,
1: yeah, there's always been a thing about you know. I think they almost they almost had it like you had to pay ahead of time. It's like if you wanted notes, you had to pay when you registered. But I think now you can uh, enter it and then buy the notes after the fact. I think huh. that's what it is.
0: Yeah, I remember I was getting notes from them, so it's possible I mm-hmm. paid. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I am excited because I have a couple of novels that I've been writing and we're talking to some big people soon and things are happening. So hopefully we'll have more fun stuff to talk about on the show in the months and weeks and days to come.
1: Yeah. Well, after you get some rest, of course.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I was telling Paul before we started, audience, that I am spent. So (laughs) I'm going to take a good nap after this probably and drink some coffee and then get back to it. There you go. He's a busy man. Yeah. Trying to be. Hustling, okay. right? We gotta. Of course, yeah. Always. I look forward to having a beer with you in October. it's gonna be exciting. Sounds <laughs> great.
1: sound I'm I'll looking just say forward to
0: it every week until October from I now. I know you will. I know. I, I was gonna say it's almost gonna
1: be like Justin's Austin countdown. Yeah. Like, Oh yeah. Okay, you know, did you pack this and don't forget this and and then this is something else you should do when you're in Austin.
0: Eventually, I just rename myself to Austin sloan instead of Justin sloan it will be. <laughs> mm, I don't know.
1: <laughs> I think much. Justin sloan has a better ring to it. Yeah.
0: Thanks. Yes. Me too. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. Anything else for our audience,
1: Paul? I don't think so. Uh, We are working on trying to get some guests. uh, Some of the people we were hoping to have on Uh, uh, incommunicado so uh, for right now uh, it'll still be Justin and I but we have a couple of ideas so do not fear in case you get tired of looking at just the two of us uh, or hearing just the two of us Uh, but we do have uh, a couple of potentials in the pipeline so uh, announcements as they are developing. Yes
0: and listeners if you uh, want to leave some reviews that's awesome tell us what you like or don't like about the show feel free to email us whatever find me on Twitter at Justin M. Sloan And I will, once again, promote my books. It's just the two of us. So we have the creative writing career and creative writing life on Amazon. There you go. And I'm Paul
1: Zeidman. You can check out my screenwriting blog, Maximum Z at MaximumZ.blog. I'm also on Twitter at Maximum underscore Z. And you can check out my screenwriting books on Amazon. Go ahead and ask series volumes one through three, all about screenwriting and pie. Like you said, he's Justin and I'm Paul. This has been the creative writing life podcast. Thanks for listening. Stay safe, stay healthy. Most importantly, go write something.